Hello, all my precious people out there. How are you on this fabulous Tuesday? No, no, no. It's it's Saturday. I'm just joking. <laughs> I wouldn't be that far off. I mean, four or five days off. I mean, that's crazy. One day, sure. That yesterday that did happen, but four or five days. No, I I got this. I know I can feel the weekend in the air. I can put my finger out. And I can be like this. This is the weekend. The talent I had. I've had it since I was a boy. Actually, it's very. It's a gift. Don't need calendars. So that's pretty impressive. And got some good sleep last night. Uh, went to bed at like midnight. Woke up at noon. So that's a lot of sleep, actually. That's like 12 hours. Um, but still, I'm somehow tired because I think I'm mentally exhausted because I took a new path walking the dogs today. And that shouldn't drain you. But it's weird when you take a wrong turn and you're like, let's get lost a little bit. And you got your phone, you got your GPS, but you're still worried that somehow you're going to get lost in the woods and you're going to have like an alive situation where you're you're going to have to eat someone to survive or you're going to be <laughs> just alone for weeks in the forest even though I'm 10 minutes from my house in a upper middle class suburb in a major city with a full phone with a power charger on the back so I got like 18 hours worth of juice and houses all around so I could just knock on someone's door if need be just crying asking for help <laughs> which I'd probably do because I would not fare well in a survival situation I've always joked uh, that there was an apocalypse situation. The only way I'd survive is if I'd pass the initial apocalypse part by hiding out somewhere. And then by the time like a new Mad Max civilization came across, I'd be a good barterer or a middleman or like a guy that gets things because my survival skills suck. But luckily, 99.9% .9 of life is not about survival skills in a nowadays world. So thank God I'm not in the 13th century or 12th century or or in this next movie I'm about to talk about, which I thought sucked. And I'm usually the six thumbs up, everything's gravy kind of guy. And the, the podcast I've had so far with myself and with uh, MG have been nothing but sunshine and rainbows and this was awesome and remember that and this scene was cool and this guy rules and remember that quote. And, you know, just gushing over and over because it's fun. You know, who doesn't want to reminisce about joyous times and things that affect you in a fun way? But I kind of wanted to go negative for one. And I'm not going to lie. It was kind of fun. I kind of liked ripping things apart and just uh, just being kind of mean and curmudgeon -y. And I get why Fox News, why they do it the way they do, because it is it's fun and you can keep going. You don't need facts. You can just spit out like this was stupid. And this guy, what if, what is he doing here? And I don't like that. So it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier and less specific. You don't need facts on your side when you're just spitting hate and vitriol. So what has got me so hot and bothered? Well, it is the dumpster fire that some would call classic trilogy of the Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson's interpretation of the J.R.R. Token. Is that the guy's name or is it J.T.T.? Yep, J-R-R. Cool, I got it. I don't know what that stands for. I never understand why people have three initials in their first name. Like, no one should name their kid more than two names for a first name. There's, that's what middle names are for. What are you doing, J-R-R Token's parents who've been dead in like 150, 200 years? You, fu you messed up. I almost swore there. Sorry, Mom. I'm trying not to swear for her sake. She listens to this and she goes, I don't, I don't like when he swears. So, although the one time, the one podcast I did really swear heavily 
it was for a review of Paddington 2, which is, you know, the most kind-hearted, soft, Disney-esque movie of all time. So I guess, I mean, that's definitely contrasting. It's like, why would you swear during that? It's like a peanut butter and ketchup sandwich. It just doesn't go together. So maybe I can drop one or two swears in here every so often. Like uh, PG-13 movies, I found out, fun fact, the other day that in PG-13, you're only allowed to say the F word once. So you really got to pick where, it at, where it's at. So I'm, I'm going to go look at some PG-13 movies and see where they used it because I'm kind of curious. But this movie, which I think was PG-13, or all of them were, and they, I don't even think they used the F word, but they should have. It might have even spiced it up because this was nine plus hours of soft-minded repetitiveness. I was just, I was looking around. I had to pee the whole time, although I have a small bladder. So maybe that's just more me that doesn't like the long movies, but I can sit through Goodfellas or Casino like it's my job or Wolf Wall Street. I don't think I went up to get the bathroom, but I felt my bladder pressing down during each one of these viewings, which I went to, I think, with friends at the time and or family. I think it was a family kind of affair. But this was, mind you, this is 2001. This is pre-Game of Thrones, pre-CGI perfection. And large-scale large movies like this weren't around, so it really didn't have anything to compare it to. So it just seemed revolutionary. And you know what? If you dig into it, it kind of stunk. Just... The dialogue was wooden and forgettable. Like, what's the, what's the quote that everyone has from this? Is it like, my precious, maybe? And that's about it. And that, I mean, don't get me started on Gollum. I'll, I'll get into that later, but screw that guy. And how annoying. He's the Jar Jar Binks of the 2000s. I just, I, I didn't want to see him. I didn't want to hear him. You knew where his plot line was going. There was no hope for him, even though when they tried to false uh, manufacture that he could change. No. You knew what, it, what was going to come of him. And I, you spent like three hours with him over a nine-hour period. That's enough. That's too much. I don't need a CGI, large-eyed, lizard, humpback, weirdo, fish-eating, bizarro, no teeth. I just, no, I don't want him. I don't, I don't want him in my life. Just get out of here, Gollum, or Schmeagol, as he was called. And... Speaking of like all the evils in the movie, which he was one of, the I mean the main bad guy in this movie was a giant tower with a CGI red eye on it, and that was just looking around. He didn't say anything. He didn't have any philosophies or any like cool monologues. He didn't even have arms or legs. He couldn't even pick something up if he wanted to. You know, like if he dropped if he dropped his wallet on the ground, how would Sauron pick it up? I mean, could his eyes like use telekinetic powers or maybe maybe but still i like my i like my villains to be people or to be like actually or have you know a manifesto or have a point of view he was just out for destruction it's just you know the best villains have layers like jokers contrast to batman because they're kind of two sides of the same coin or anton segur and no country for old men is just a sociopath by like psycho like by psychologist definition that he can't feel empathy for anyone else or silence of the lambs Hannibal Lecter you know the intelligence and the charm there's no charm to a giant eye in the sky that's that's charmless and I won't have it in my bad guys because bad guys make villains make a great movie especially in a action adventure you know uh swords and sandals kind of vibe and just nothing from him and then let's talk about like his henchmen too they had 
his main guy was this wizard who had a name very similar to him. In fact, I probably got the name wrong because one of them's Sauron and one of them's uh, like Sauron or something like that. There's just one letter difference. Like, could you, couldn't you pick a name that's a little different? And he was just in a tower the whole time and just kind of plotting and just, you know, endlessly evil and not, I mean, nothing kind of, uh, nothing you wanted to root for. And you were just, it was just boo, just no. And let's talk about the guys on the ground. There was thousands and thousands of freak show, long-toothed, mush-brained orcs that kind of just came in waves and just, you know, attacked things and had no personality, had nothing, uh, gave you nothing from an acting standpoint. They had just all this makeup on and they were just gross. And just, I mean, I want my, I want my villains to have some life to them. I want them to have, you know, a personality. I want to get to know, like, what's their family life like? Like, what are, I mean, were orcs just coming out of the ground? Because it looked like there was all males and there was no females, no little kid orcs. Were they coming in fully formed? And if they took over, what were, what were they going to do? Just hang out all day and eat? I would, I, mean, I think they're carnivores. I don't think that, you know, they don't seem very vegan, vegan-like. But just eat a bunch of meat and fight and that's all they're about? That's boring. Yeah, I want layers. I want my villains to be like an onion. You know what I mean? Just layers upon layers upon layers. And then you had the uh, kind of Grim Reaper looking uh, deceased kings that were riding on these dinosaur dragon combos. And they didn't say anything. They were just after the ring. Boring yet again. They're just kind of mindless drones. You know, they're, they're moss towards a light. They see ring and that's all they want. And they're just putting their hands out towards that. And no plotting, no skill. There's no smarts behind them. Give me a smart villain. And the only smart villain, actually, was a giant spider. And I don't want to see that. Who, who likes giant spiders? I don't like small spiders. Most people don't like spiders. And but just to have a giant spider just kind of weave itself and just graphically kind of weave our heroes and you know put them up to be eaten and just close-ups on that. Didn't like that. And I don't, you know... Spiders in movies, I mean, there's only a few eight-legged freaks, which was a campy kind of spider movie that's more, you know, B-level horror that you can laugh at, and arachnophobia in, like, 92, which terrified young me and just probably everyone in my generation, too. But no one likes seeing spiders in screens. Get them out of there. And that's a major plot point and I think, the first movie. So, no thank you. I'm even getting creeped out thinking about it. I'm probably going to have dreams about spiders tonight. And you know if there was as many spiders... No, no, spiders actually like joined together and like were like an army of spiders that could eat all of humanity in a year. I heard that. And I heard that on the internet. So that has to be true. It's terrifying. Just get out of here. And that's, that's little spiders. Not like these, I mean, the spider in this movie was like, I don't know, 30, 40 feet. Blech. I didn't even like talking about it, but moving on to finally Golem or AKA Smeagol, the most annoying voiced presence storyline in the history of cinema did anyone enjoy Smeagol I mean, was anyone rooting for him or really thought he was going to change and actually you know become a good guy by the end he was just he had a few sad hairs and you know a loincloth and he was just very cgi and it was clear he's going to double cross triple cross quadruple cross just however many crosses it took he was going to try to get that ring and that's what he wanted and there was no, I mean, I don't care how much you build a, well, maybe, you know, he could be a, he could be a, a savior in the end. No, 
you knew what was going to happen. So all the villains, screw them. Just, and if you, you think otherwise, you know, send me a letter or call me and we'll discuss. Because I would love to hear your simpleton attempts to defend any of this. Because it's garbage. It's hot garbage. And I, I can't believe, you know, during the time these were Oscar nominated and sometime Oscar winning movies. That's mind blowing to me. But I mean, I guess 20 years of hindsight really makes things clearer. And I'm shocked that society as a whole kind of uh, took these movies as being, you know, classic good that were going to resonate throughout time. I mean, even looking at uh, Parks and Rec, uh, Ben Wyatt, who's the biggest nerd of that show, you know, he's doing Twin Peaks fan fiction online and he's like a Star Wars freak. And even he says, I didn't enjoy Peter Jackson's interpretation. So why don't you file that one away? And he's just indignant and hating of the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So if Ben Wyatt, the ultimate nerd uh, in the sci-fi and, uh, you know, fantasy realm, doesn't like Peter Jackson's interpretation, you know what? That's saying something. And I'm, I mean, Ben Wyatt can do no wrong. And you know, if you watch Parson Rec, you know everyone loves Ben Wyatt. So he's not going to say anything that's going to ruffle feathers. He's, he's his own man. He's a smart uh, Comic-Con vet. And his, his, his ideas are law to me. And plus he made Cones of Dunshire, the game. So, I mean, he's just, I love Ben. We'll talk about, we'll talk about Parks and Rec too. And maybe a deep dive into Ben Wyatt at some point, because he is, he's one of the most unique characters in the history of uh, TV. And I don't say that lightly. Actually, maybe I do say that lightly. I get very excited about things and then I just run with them. I'm not a man of moderation. I kind of just take something and run with it. For example, I've flossed the last 163 days in a row because I just, I watched this comedy hour my sister uh, showed me. And at the end, this guy, Gary Goleman was clinically depressed and he had some electroshock therapy, which I guess is more common than we think of it. You know, you think of one flew over the cuckoo's nest and just, you know, destroying parts of your brain, but apparently it works for some people. At the end of this comedy set, he's like, well, I'm not sure if I'm still depressed, but I've, floss 285 days in a row and that's something that depressed people don't say thank you good night and i was like you know what i'm gonna run with that i'm gonna floss and it does help it makes things make things easier it makes the medicine go down better and plus uh my teeth look great unlike smeagol who had like three teeth and i had to stare at those three ugly cgi teeth for three separate movies which not a fun not a fun time i don't want to stare at gross teeth Teeth, are, I mean, teeth are very important to me, but they're, they're important to everyone. Everyone likes a nice set of pearly chompers. But uh, now on to the heroes, if you can call them, if you can call them that. Wow. Word, word twist, word tornado. I'm worked up. I think that's the fastest I've ever talked. I wonder if it's, I wonder if it's too fast. Should I slow it down? Just kind of more emphatically uh, reiterate how much disdain i have for these movies i don't know, switch it up because you want to you want to switch it up you want to you don't want to keep the audience on their on your toes you're like where's he going he's going to talk fast this next point or is he going to slowly break it down and just crush us with those melodic tones but anyways so the heroes quote unquote air quotes uh the hobbits give me a break <laughs> i mean they don't even wear shoes and they're going to battle all evil they're going to battle these like nine foot tall roided out uh heavily armed uh fang uh 
they have fangs, uh, these orcs. I mean, come on. Like, that's, that's bananas. And, like, you don't see a single hobbit die, I don't think, either. I mean, how is one hobbit not just getting stomped on? I mean, they're just going to be underfoot. They're, like, kneecap level. And, and they've never fought their whole life. They have, like, nine meals a day. I think they have, like, first lunch, second lunch, fourth breakfast, ninth dinner. 15th dessert and none of them are fat by the way so whatever whatever digestive system they have good for them because they are looking svelte except for sean austin he's he's a little thick who's uh sam he's a little chunky but which makes no sense too because they make it clear that they've ran out of food while they're trying to destroy the ring by climbing mount doom and sam is getting fatter as the uh <laughs> as the journey went on so i don't know he because they were just had like a couple bites of elven bread and they were they're quite complaining about how little food they had. But Sam, Sam was thick. Sam, Sam would have been an Instagram model from the waist down uh, in 2020. You know, he's got that like thick like a bowl of oatmeal look to him. He would look good in some yoga pants, I think. I'll look it up. I will look it up. But anyway, so hobbits, come on. Give me a break. And then, I mean, no one really important on the hero side dies in these movies. I mean... There's a random elf leader that you don't even remember his name. There's Boromir, who is the human who becomes obsessed with the ring. And he gets killed by getting shot dramatically in slow motion by like five arrows. And he's played by Sean Bean. So he has to die. That's Ned Stark from Game of Thrones. That's the bad guy from GoldenEye. I think he's killed in the movie Ronin. Uh, the Island, I think he's dead too. He just He's meant to be killed. I think it's in his contract that if he's playing a role in your movie that he has to die so i mean they had they had no choice they had to murder him and tell oh my god dwarves okay so more curmudgeon hobbits they're just they suck they're tiny they're stocky they're immobile and i just get i had to water them water around screen bragging about their fighting prowess when that i mean not, there's no way that four foot tall three foot wide bearded hobbits were gonna just smash against some orcs who had like giant werewolf horses and you know he a lot, lot of uh ammunition and artillery it just no way and just i didn't want to see it and then we have the elves who are basically immortal gods so why do they have more of them they can't die except in battle i mean why is they seem like a persecuted people but like they're the most talented, they're the most skilled with archers, and they clearly are experienced in war. And like most of them are like, I'm 400 years old. It's like, where are the rest of you? Like, why aren't there? I mean, why aren't there more of them? And Legolos, I mean, come on, that he sounds like a Lego. I don't like that. Now, Legos are Legos. Don't don't try to trademark against Legos. And the leader of the humans is Aragon. Dumb name too. I mean, Aragon. Come on, you can Arago away from me. Is what I say. And he's just, you know, your typical all all good, no, there's no layers to him. He's just a noble guy who wants to save humanity, but eh, just boring. And then you have Frodo, who's the main guy with the ring, and he's the most trusting guy in the world because he's trusting Golem to be a better person, you know, so that he can he believe that he can eventually uh rid himself of the of the allure of the ring but you knew where it was going golem wasn't going to change he was like 
mentally insane and by himself for like 150 years and he's eating raw fish and he's, you know, just jumping around like a crazy person. And he seems very malnourished. You know, he's got like the rib muscles, the real riblets on the side. So I don't know. Cause it seemed like he could catch fish whenever he wanted, but maybe when he has the ring, he's not even hungry. He's just like staring at the ring. It's like a meth addiction. You know, he can't do anything else when he has the ring. So maybe that's it. But I'm going to surprise you guys. Uh, one thing that did freaking rule was the battle of Helm's deep in uh, in the second movie. And that's when all the orcs came down that giant hill and fought the last stand of humanity on in the castle that's buried into the mountains. And that was a once in a lifetime set piece. That was awesome. I mean, you saw like, that's the first time I think I've ever seen like 20,000 actors just standing somewhere. And like the amount of battle they showed was pretty freaking cool. And it even started really neatly. Like you saw all the orcs and all the humans are scared, but what they all have their arrows pulled, their uh, bows pulled. And one of the older, uh, guys accidentally lets go of an arrow and kills one of the orcs and the orcs just get you know into a rage like they just got through a halftime high school texas football speech and they're just ready to go and when gandalf comes and saves the day with uh, the rest of humanity you're just like yeah and you're cheering and it's just it's just inspiring they did a good job with that so 30 minutes out of nine hours they did a really good job but you know that doesn't that doesn't save it that's one third that's one thirtieth of a movie. If I told you that we're going to go on 30 vacations together and one of them is going to be magical and the rest of them are going to be time wasting and awful. Would you want to go on vacation with me? No, that'd be a terrible vacation. That'd be like the kids screaming in back. That'd be the car breaks down. The motel is just, it smells like death and the credit cards get uh, declined and i mean that you get food poisoning day two the pool is way too chlorine and your wife uh her hair uh the hair changes color because of the reaction to the 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 chlorine in the pool that's oddly specific i'm not sure where i got that from but just bad vacations all around you know i mean this is yeah so so you wouldn't want to do it you wouldn't want to go with me so I didn't want to go to these movies. So Helm's Deep, awesome. Movies suck. And so back to the... Okay, so let's talk about Gandalf first. Gandalf, the first movie, you think he died. Because he takes like one of these golem uh, fire magic kind of things down to save the rest of the guys. And first of all, he's falling down with the golem who has wings. So why didn't the freaking uh, golem like just sprout his wings and start flying away? Uh, that's just, that's just a little pet peeve of mine, but, uh, Gandalf comes back in the second movie as Gandalf the white, like even more powerful. And it's like, so anyone can come back or is it just him? And then any other death you're like, well, maybe people can be brought back. It left everything kind of unimportant. And it made me feel foolish for, you know, being sad that Gandalf, uh, sacrificed himself. And I was like, oh, I feel sad for Gandalf, but whatever. I mean, I guess he's a wizard, but still. I didn't like it. Finally, the movie ended in the third movie literally 58 times. It had 13 cut to black moments that could have ended the film. And then it would be black for like 10 seconds. And then a new, a new scene that lasted another nine minutes would come up. And you'd be like, come on, 
how many times can Frodo go on a boat or how many times can they award him a uh, medal or how many times can Aragon say goodbye to his wife or I'm just, when you're going to end a movie, you want to be like, you want to end it right there. You want to keep people, you know, you want to tantalize people. They want more. So they gave us too much. This was an all you eat, all you can eat cinema buffet. And they kept piling on after you're full. You're like, please stop. I want this over. <laughs> I want to get out of the, I want to get out of the theater. Also small notes, the orcs all looked like Warcraft, uh, computer generated clan ripoffs. So be original. And also, I mean, think about we're rooting for Frodo and how good he is the whole movie. And he wouldn't have even destroyed the ring at the end. It only happened when Golem stole it and they pushed Golem into Mount Doom. So the guy you're rooting for the whole time would have destroyed humanity just so he could have a nice little shiny thing on his finger. And that's, that's the last straw for me. Well, I mean, they're all last straws. This, this movie was all last straws. I watched it with my arms folded, my mouth in a frown, and boo Gandalf, and screw Frodo, and I'm out.